0: Welcome to the Do Zone, where entrepreneurs go to get things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. You can find me on all social media at JT Literally. Each week, I bring on experts from a variety of backgrounds to share their secrets on how to optimize performance so you can take massive action, crush your goals. If you want to help Uh, If you want help to bring in quick cash and wins for your business in as little as the next seven days, I'm going to give you a simple framework that has worked for me and my clients time and time again at no cost to you. Go to IAMFactor1.com now and enter your email for immediate access. Once again, that's IAMFactor1.com. Today's guest is LaShawn Smith. LaShawn Smith is an investor who invests in software companies and aspiring business owners and helps people predictably navigate. Their entrepreneurial journey. LaShawn, well, welcome to the Do Zone. Tell us something you believe
1: is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Big key. I mean, there's so many frameworks. The thing that I come back to time and time again is all of these pithy cliches that we want to dismiss, uh, many of them are spot on. The problem is we don't operationalize them and so for me that is the key we hear these you know these phrases you know time is money and what have you <clears throat> and we know there's some there's some truth to that but it's like all right so what what action do i take on that you know that piece of advice or what, what have you and i find that if you can find hyper hyper ways to uh, operationalize some of these things uh you know that's how you can take value and for me Uh, It all comes down to time. I've learned to treat my calendar and, uh, you know, kind of the the minutes in my day as a bank account. And so the same way you might log into your bank and say, this is how much money I have. This is the destination. This is how much money I want. We understand what financial wellness looks like. And many times we are looking at, uh, you know, calendar management as this thing where it's like, oh, my goodness, you're just preaching this hustle, hustle culture. You're trying to squeeze every last minute out. And I look at the calendar as a place to intentionally spend your minutes. Hmm. It makes a lot of sense, and so we're flipping it around. It's not it's not so much, I don't have the time. I make the time for the things that are important to me. Exactly, if someone, I mean, let's, let's use that as a good example. If someone says, hey, I don't have a time to go learn that new skill. Hey, I don't have time to go work out. Hey, I don't have time to go meet new customers. Um, my question is, all right, you don't have the time. Tell me what you're spending your, your minutes on now. And I love to start a conversation. Know. Yeah, <laughs> bingo. And I'm guilty of this. So I'm not saying like, hey, I'm perfect with my calendar. But what I have done is you know, try to hold myself accountable by saying, LaShawn, what's your destination? What is your dream? and we all have some version of that that we aspire to and i don't need to to have the same destination as someone that i'm i'm chatting with but i want them to tell me what is that destination now let's just look you told me this is your destination this is your dream now let's look at how you're spending your minutes and if there's you know some type of disconnect uh that's the first order of operations to go get get that cleaned up
0: yeah how are you spending your minutes makes a lot of sense to me and so uh a, a lot of times we we kind of get stuck uh and and you gave a you gave a great example it's like well okay if this is your goal a lot of people don't have a goal but if you do have a goal, great what are the steps that you're taking towards that goal today and a lot of times if we take a moment to look at how we are spending those minutes we're spending a lot of those minutes facing in the wrong direction right uh, versus the uh destination that we have
1: yeah a hundred percent and You know i have to call myself out as well i've gotten pretty good at you know i say using my calendar in an intentional way so if i go watch some netflix um it's okay that i watch that i can give myself permission to to do whatever i want um where i get in trouble and where i have to catch myself is i'll say oh this block of time i'm learning on youtube i'm watching these videos so i can learn something new but I'm not putting into action the thing that I'm supposed to be doing, right? And so that's a form of procrastination as well. Uh, and so making sure that the activities actually are accruing to what uh, you're trying to 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 get to. And I heard a great you know definition of learning, you know, doesn't count or you haven't learned something until you change your behavior. And I, that's like a reminder I have. Like just because you have the knowledge, if you don't change your behavior, it hasn't done you much good
0: you know, it's, it's funny that you bring that up. And and it's like, you're taking the words out of my mouth. So uh, we're almost 200 episodes into uh, the do zone. And uh, I'm not sure what number you'll fall at. But the do zone uh, actually became a thing because I was surrounded by entrepreneurs who were telling me. Oh, I'm so busy. I'm so slammed. I got all this stuff going on. I'm like, what are you doing anyway? What do you actually do? <laughs> right. You know? And and so what I was trying to do is I was I spent like two years trying to scientifically prove that they were all full of crap, you know. And and what I came up with was I came up with this concept of the do zone. How are you, how do you get into the do zone? And there's three basic rules. And I think you already know these rules, but I'm going to give them to you really quick. Number I'm ready. Number one, you need to be working on a current and relevant project. Not something from six months ago, not something six months from now. It has to be current relevant. And rule number two, it has to have an immediate and measurable outcome. Now, immediate's relative. But again, if I can achieve an outcome in 30 days, well, am I really able to make measurable steps towards something that will be done in a month? Let's figure out what do I need to be doing now that's going to move the needle now. And then the final right. rule, and this is this is the one... That really helps somebody understand are you learning or are you doing is can can your action be objectively observable by a third party Mm. i can't watch i can't crack open your noggin and be like oh Lashawn's learning right now i see them synapses right but i can watch you uh if it's a you're learning how to do facebook ads i can watch you set up a facebook ad now maybe you still suck at it but at least you're doing something right right and so those three rules,
1: it's like, if you don't get all three of those rules, you're not actually doing anything. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, you know, the the power of those three together is, is I think, really powerful in the context of compounding. Um, now you have a data point to say, all right, I tried something. Maybe it didn't work. But now that gives you the energy to go, you know, try it again. And it's that compounding nature of those activities that I believe gets us to where we really are trying to go. So let's talk about... Uh... Failures,
0: and I I know that this is uh, you know I Lashawn I don't know we it's like we it's like we pre-planned this, uh, but you're just uh, you keep speaking my language. I ran a podcast uh, a long time ago called How to Lose Money. Mm-hmm. Love it, and uh, it was we brought on investors and entrepreneurs, and they talk about a major failure story and the lessons they learned. And I came up with a three Ps too but it's a little bit different than yours. But so I'd I'd love to compare the P's, if you will. Yeah. How you came about uh, these these three P's of why businesses fail and kind of where did that come from?
1: Yeah. So when I look at, you know, first off, why do people even start businesses? Um, Many times I find that folks just are good at something they are like, you know, romanticizing what it would be like to run their own business. And what breaks down is when it actually gets to it, they didn't actually do the prep work. And so just a really quick tactical thing, what I love to do when someone says, hey, I'm going to go start this business, or I'm going to go launch this new product. I want folks to tell me, all right, what did you learn from the 100 customers that you talked to? Not, Not a figurative 100, 100 people. And what I want folks to do is they they typically are going to um say, all right, where well, I got to 17 or 24 and I I ran out of, of people to talk to. All right, now you're exposing yourself that now you have to go learn those lessons. Or I got to, you know, conversation 52 and I realized I was using the wrong word. You know, there's a better word that resonates. Um, I, I got you know further in and I realized that. Um, the the problem that I really wanted to solve is actually not what people wanted to, uh, you know, to pay for. And so through all of that, I really want folks to understand that whether you do those hundred conversations way up front or you reactively do them when your business is struggling after you've already committed, uh, you're gonna have to pay that tax to learn what your customer wants. And so I look at it as three levers. One is um, position, one is people, and one is process. And position is your market. Are you in the right place? I have a very simple definition of a market. Sometimes we use these business words and I'm like, all right, let's just talk about it very sensibly. I call a market or define a market as a group of individuals Who have a shared problem that is urgent, reoccurring, and painful, and ideally, you know, for it to be a great market, they also have the financial means to go and pay for that. And so, when someone says, "I am going to, I'm going to start a bakery, I'm going to start an AI company, I'm going to start a construction company, I'm going to," you know, I don't care what the business is, I want them to tell me how have you validated your market? How have you figured out that you're solving the right problem for the right group of people and many times if you really probe they haven't you know someone said you're really great at this you know what you should do you should start a business and you know whether it's a, a pie you know store where they're gonna make I, their fresh pies I'd like to hear,
0: i'd love to hear the urgent reoccurring pain uh that yeah it solves.
1: <laughs> now the reason I call that out because there's great set of passion businesses and I'm, you know, I have my favorite bakeries that I, I go to, so I don't want them to, to, to go out of business. Right. Yeah. Um, however, when you actually talk to these business owners, I've talked to a lot of, you know, from small to venture back to, you know, C-suite executives and the the common thread I see in many of those is they sometimes are so far because of the inertia of their business that they can't kind of undo uh, where they started. And so that position and that market is so critical. The other two are obvious. I won't spend a ton of time there, but um, you're likely not going to win on your own. Uh, maybe AI is going to usher in a new class of single-person businesses um, that actually might be a thing, but but for now, you know, you're you're going to need a team. Whether that's even W two employees, uh, maybe it's contractors. There's all sorts of ways to build your humans, but you need you need the right level of people um, to to go on that mission. And then lastly, this is the easiest one, which is like fascinating. Why so many people uh, don't put in this work is you just have to have repeatable process. And I like to say if you have you know less than you know 10 million dollars in top line revenue. Um, you probably should have one process, you know, single process, single product, single, you know, channel. And so many people are like complicating this thing, and they're just like, we have all these SKUs, we have all these ways we sell. And it's like, why don't you kind of figure out the main thing, get really good at that, and then you can go add all these ancillary piece, pieces. So, you know, that that position, people in process, I believe, is why many folks get caught up.
0: Yeah, makes a lot of sense,
1: man, and. And and uh, a, a lot of times,
0: I love frameworks. I'm a I'm a frameworks geek, and if we can boil something down to three big points, it it it, re- it reduces a lot of complexity. Just like you were talking about with your business uh, yeah. model, if I've got all of these different things that I can do, well, how many of them are you doing well? And if yeah. you only have position people in process to think about, you're not going to get confused or distracted by going down too many rabbit holes at that point. You can just pick one of these fix that problem and, and move right on. And, yeah. and so 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 tell us a little bit more about you and what you do and who's a good candidate to, uh, to reach out to you
1: yeah, so I invest uh in uh, acquiring and incubating new businesses. Uh my I'm a fairly niche down person, so I, I invest in vertical SaaS, that's uh industry specific software companies and local B2B companies. So, um you know, think uh, construction trades and things like that. And uh while these aren't super sexy, uh these are businesses that are pretty durable in the economy, but also they have um all sorts of opportunities to clean up the process you know a piece of paper that gets mailed in some cases people are still faxing which is crazy uh and so I'm looking for all these inefficiencies where I can show up with folks who are sold on the mission and what they're really looking for is um, um, an opportunity to kind of uh, bring a modernization to to their business and so anyone who is a experienced operator who says, hey, I might be the person who could be the CEO of the next company I invest in, or somebody who's on the other side, the sell side, and they are selling their business. Uh, I'm I'm looking to buy. I do relatively small businesses. I'm in what's called micro private equity. And so I am acquiring many times uh, 100% or close to 100% of the business. Uh, but these are tiny businesses, almost always under $10 million, uh, but at least a half a million dollars in EBITDA or uh, annual profit. And so it's pretty straightforward. Uh anyone who is interested there. Uh, outside of that, I like to talk to anyone who is interested in process applied to business. And so folks can find me on LinkedIn or anyplace else. Uh, if you just want to talk about process, because I find, you know, if you're in agriculture, we can have a conversation. You're going to teach me something about farming that I never knew that I'm going to be able to apply to my neck of the woods. And maybe I can you know, share some of my frameworks and tips uh, that might be applicable to your industry. Awesome.
0: And where can we go to learn more about that and connect with you?
1: Uh, I'm easy to find. I'm at kager.com. That's C-A-G-R.com. And you can also reach me on LinkedIn. It's just my full name, L-A-S-E-A-N-S-M-I-T-H. Very good. LaShawn Smith, thank you
0: so much for coming on here and uh, sharing a little bit of wisdom about how you get things done. Appreciate that. And uh, we're going to wrap from here. Uh, for those of you who want to uh, connect with Lashawn Smith, you can find him on LinkedIn, Lashawn Smith, or cagr. dot com. Is that right? That is correct. Very good. Awesome. And hey, whether you're on your commuting, uh, your morning commute, you're somewhere in the gym or out in the field, snap a selfie, tag me at JT. Literally, show me what you do in the do zone. And one more time, if you need a quick injection of cash in your business right now, I got a free gift for you. Just go to I am. Factor1.com, enter your email, and I'll give you immediate access. Know this, you are Factor One for your own success. Now, let's get to work. If you're a small business doing at least six figures and you're trying to level up, but you keep getting smacked down, pay attention. There are outside forces at play that you're almost certainly not aware of. No, I'm not talking about the president, the economy, the Federal Reserve, or inflation. I'm also not talking about your industry, your competition, or current market conditions. I'm talking about you. There are invisible forces that are keeping you from breaking through to the next barrier in your business. That's why you keep repeating the same cycle year after year. You think next time will be different, but what you don't realize is that you're running through a huge maze. And your opponent has every turn memorized because your opponent built the maze. Until you get your hands on a map and come up with a plan of attack and execute it, you're just going to keep running circles over and over and you'll lose every time, you'll never find the exit without a plan. The good news is, your opponent is predictable. Your opponent follows the rules. You can beat your opponent because you don't have to follow the rules. You see, you have free will. Your opponent is restricted to the rules of the game, but you can make your own rules. You just gotta have a plan. And in order to get a plan, you first have to take responsibility for putting yourself in that maze without a map to begin with because you are Factor One for your own success. Your opponent is your comfort zone. If you're ready to stop running circles in the same circuit year after year and finally break free from the maze, join Factor One. We are a unique development program for six-figure entrepreneurs. We'll airdrop into your exact location of the maze with a paper and pen, and we'll help you draw a clean map to the exit using our bird's eye view. We'll also arm you with the tools you need to defend yourself properly, and we'll walk with you shoulder to shoulder to make sure you get out safely this time. We don't leave anybody behind that doesn't want to be left there. Join us. Go to imfactor1.com right now, and let's talk about getting you out of that maze once and for all.